Hello, my friend. Good Hello. evening. Hello, how's the rain that side? Um, it is raining. It's like a light drizzle here in the East Rand. So yeah, it's not it's not so bad. It's just a, like a light drizzle. How are things there on your end? Ah, it's still raining. Actually, heavily raining. Oh wow, that's not good. Ish. But it's okay. Um, so yeah, it. It won't. I doubt it. Mm. So don't mind you. Yeah. <laughs> I've already finished having dinner. I am done. I'm sing suti in my. I am. Hello, hello, listeners. Welcome to the Guagal Podcast. You, you are on today's show. Uh, it has been a minute. It's been a while since we last spoke on the podcast, but we met not always be when you call, but we are always on time. So the way it's timed is in accordance with how the podcast. I am Shalinda Banda, and I have my gracious host, Coach Tulani Mulefe. Coach, yes, how you. are you today? Thank you, thank you, thank you very much, my friend. Sorry, I was just moving from um, where I was sitting so that I can move away from the rain sound. Otherwise, mm. everything is fine. It's been a while indeed, and today I'm happy to be back once more on our Guagua podcast. And I welcome all our listeners uh, into this show, and I hope it will be very interesting. Given that I mean it's been a while, so at least we get to recap, to rejuvenate, to refresh. Because I mean, guys, as we do know, we do have our jobs, like our full-time jobs. So there's just so much that we deal with. So. So we can recap, rejuvenate, refresh, and yeah, but we're back today and we are live. Thank you. Thank you. So on today's podcast, it is episode seven, and the topic of today is hashtag Kula Dase. So, what does Kula Dase mean to you, friend? If you can just our hashtag for the listeners. Okay. So for me, the concept behind Kulam Das is not about, you know, just my thoughts. Uh, yeah. about the, so first of all, um, there are just things in life that may seem like a backward movement. Sometimes they may seem like a one sort of template. So I was really thinking about trying to adjust how I can, you know, adjust my finances given that um, I'm sort of in a different, different space right now altogether. Like I'm just really sort of taking a different day. So I was really thinking about you know, sometimes some, some life does it for one thing, 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 so if you say you've reached the wrong bottom, it means that is your starting point. It's actually a start of things. So growth is there, but now we, we, we define growth differently for different reasons and um, from different experiences and backgrounds. You know. So for me, I am all about to say in life, 
you know, your goal should be to grow in anything that you decide to do. You have to grow. Whether you, you, you decide to change your job, it has to be about growth. Whether you decide to change relationships, whatever the case might be, anything, any decision you decide on, it has to be about growth. So it has to be about development. That's what I'm all about. So for me, growth is the most important thing. If there's anything you want to do in life, you come, you ask me, is it okay? Is it not okay? The question I will ask you is, what value does it bring to you? Does it bring about any growth? And growth, you know, as we know, it's different. It's broad. It's complex. There's growth emotionally. There's growth financially. Um, there's mentally. So there's different mm-hmm. aspects and facets into growth. So yeah, that's just where my mind was when I, I you know, I had this kulam dase, um, con- yeah. So that's sort of how it came about. Mm. Yeah, that was actually very insightful what you said. And you, the, the, the nice thing that you mentioned is um, yes. when you've hit rock bottom and as we know, God is the rock. I, I, did, I never viewed it in that way. And that's actually quite a profound thing to say because as you know it with growth, you can only, for me, I can define growth as unlearning bad habits. And it has to start from the bottom. You have to be stripped bear of the things that you used to know the former things to become a new person so if you have not changed it can i think change and growth are part of your transformation so you can't say you you are growing if you have not transformed because you can't be the same it's not possible to be the same person if where growth is concerned it means there has to have been a mental shift like where yeah. and there has to be a mental shift whereby you understand like certain things I cannot do anymore. Certain things don't, I cannot solve things in this old way. I have to find new ways of solving. I, I can't always be angry. Every time I'm confronted with an issue, I have to manage certain things. So with growth actually That's, hitting rock bottom, it's not a yeah. bad thing. I guess the timing, the timing of it yeah. is not pleasant, I guess, but it's necessary because I think that's the only way that you, change can happen is when you're at your lowest honestly because if you're high up you are not going to see anything you're not going to learn anything but if everything else falls away things that you used to depend on that you thought were important you kind of reevaluate which direction your life is taking it's like it's like saying i have money but i don't need money for all of these other things what exactly that what purpose does it serve for me because i know i can buy things but do these things give me any fulfillment it kind of it's an important shift that happens it's sometimes an isolated journey or it should actually be an isolated journey because there's no way that two people can grow at the same rate Uh, how do you feel about that can growth happen at the same rate i mean it's a personal thing it's something that really happens within you so it's 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 a very personal path and it happens to different people at different times um, through different experiences because growth at the end of the day because for me personally i believe that i am complex but now for me to get to understand all those complexities it means i have i have to undergo certain experiences in my life then they will reveal who i am and as soon as i am more conscious and i know who i am i come to terms with who i am i accept who i am then transformation starts happening because there won't be any transformation unless one is in full terms with who they are. They can't be 
is. So then as the Definitely. process growth takes place, because once you are transformed, uh, your life, your um, the way you make choices, financial decisions, relationship decisions, everything else starts to change. Your approach towards life starts to change. As you've said, your problems, the way in which you deal with them, it changes. You understand that there, 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 there are things and there are people that no longer serve your purpose, you know. So, but now for me, I feel this is a mm. personal journey. It's something that no one, you know, should force you into doing. There's no school for that. You know, a school is, is just there obviously to give us skills, you know, um, so that we can be creative and be innovative, that kind of a thing. But in an actual fact, as human beings, we, we are perfect. We are capable of transforming. We are capable of changing our lives. We are capable of bending our reality. There's just so many things around that. But growth and transformation, they work hand in hand. When your mind is transformed, growth takes place. So one requires effort, the other does not require effort. Because if one is fixed, the other one will automatically go, you, you know, uh, the right direction. Yeah. Can you maybe unpack? Yeah. Can you possibly unpack why um, growth is such an isolated journey? Because with a lot of people where they are in life, it required them to separate themselves from what they knew. But it's such an isolated, and I can say it's a somewhat lonely journey. But now, in that isolation, what exactly are you transforming into? this transformation that's supposed to happen or needs to happen, let me say it needs to happen in order for things to move because there's no way that you can make, um, what's this? there's no way you can mm -hmm. expect new results with old decisions. So why is it such a isolated journey? But it, it's a profound journey, but why is it so isolated whereby, you know, some people feel a disconnect because I know for myself personally, when I'm going through that growth or rock bottom phase, I feel like I just need to away for a bit. Like the noise is too much. And I'm talking about out, the outside is too much. It's actually conflicting mm. with my inner, inner peace. So do you ever wonder what exactly are you transforming you know, into? Uh, mm -hmm. And whether that, because you know, in, in, in the silence is when oh, you can hear so the loudest in this and every everything everything must fall away in order for you to hear because sometimes you know something is wrong like no i don't like mm. the direction that mm. my life is taking but then this transformation is so isolated and if you are not careful you can go too far into transforming or you lose touch with of reality Yo. because you need to still come back so we just want what what's the balance between the two where how far you know, is too um, far? One thing I like about transformation as it happens in a person's life, it happens naturally. And for some reason, things will fall into place. People will understand that there's just something changing about this person. And they will know they have to sort of give you the space that you need, the time that you need. And they will accept the person that you are becoming. And that is if you have true people in your life, you know, true associates like that's why it's also so important to check who is in your life, in your chain, because people are not just there. Remember, we don't just bump into each other. So when that happens, it happens. It, it sort of takes care of everything else. There won't be any confusion. But it's going to be very lonely for you because, as you've mentioned, 
Um, and what I've always said as well is, you know, um, when 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 there is um, when one like for example with me, I know for a fact that um, at one point when I used to enjoy a lot of noise, lot of people, lot of crowd, I knew I was hiding a lot of pain and trauma. You you understand. Mm-hmm. So when one needs to sort of be around a lot of noise and have a lot of people and, and be crowded, it's so that they can try and suppress what is really happening with them. Because when you are alone, the real you surfaces. Because that's the only person you can never run away from. You can never run away from yourself. Mm-hmm. And if there's any... If there's any question you have, the only time and the only person who has those answers is normally with you. But now we get so crowded and our judgment is so clouded by people and the noise and, 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 and. So it, it's not necessarily lonely. It's a very enjoyable, you know, phase, if it's a phase, or it's a very, it's a very enjoyable process that one undergoes. But it happens naturally. These are some of the things I may call spiritual only you on the path can understand what is happening. Only those that are around you for real can understand what is happening with you or can accept or tolerate changes that come with the person you are becoming. And the things you will start to unlearn, only those that are there for you, that support you for who you are, will understand and tolerate you. You know, so it can be lonely in 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 a sense that you will you 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 may want to develop your own culture, your way of living. Mm. You know, you may want to do things differently from everybody else. You may choose to, like for for example, most people who say they are spiritually awakened, you might find that they leave their their professions. Others will will may might decide to quit a job of being an accountant and become a volunteer somewhere and downgrade and go down because for them they sort of understand that there's just there's more to life than making money having and having and having and making and making there's more there's more and there's deeper meaning to our existence so mm-hmm. it's a very dynamic complex deep kind of a thing that one undergoes that is transformation for me so when that happens, other areas of your mm. life get affected as well. Your financial life mm. will, will take shape. Everything else will start to make sense. Confusion won't be there anymore. Yes. <coughs> Excuse me. You sort of have answers to most questions you've had growing up. But it can you explain why is yeah. why does growth or transforming take so long? Like, you know, some people's struggles, they are ongoing. And I don't know if it's their path that's confusing or it's a generational stronghold that has bound them to the sins of their fathers. You understand? Because some, mm. some lessons, you find them cropping up over and over again. So say I do hit rock bottom. I feel, and then I come out of that situation and I'm like, I've, you know what? I'm good. I've learned. I'm never going to do that again. Then it comes back again in a different fa- in a different form, same problem, but now it's five years later, and obviously you're five years older. 
So why do those, why, if, if there's a constant repetition, when does growth end or is it just an ongoing process? And when, do, when does one truly learn from the experience that it never repeats itself again? Because I'm sure you, you can also attest to the same thing where you've seen the same problem, but it's a year older, it's five years older, it's a different phase, it's a different situation now. Before it was money, now it's your job. Same, same dynamics, but you are much older but the situation has cropped up in a different format. Does it mean that you've unlearned it or what is the reason for those kind of lessons reoccurring? Recurring, I can so, say, yeah. You know, another thing, my friend, which I have realized is people who battle so much, okay, the, the truth and the reality is we can never outsmart life. Mm. No matter how hard we try. Life is just life, and it happens the way that it's supposed to happen. And we can't keep questioning events, and 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 because some of these things are there, some of those of these things are not there. And we can deal with, you know, the generational, you know, uh, spiritual aspect of it on a different day because that is a longer topic on its own. Mm, but mm. what here is, we need to embrace what is happening in our lives and not see it as something wrong. The thing is, the more you resist, is the more, it's more like if you are working so hard because you want to, you don't want to lack, you actually realize that you are lacking. So the more you try to overcome it, you see it more, that kind of a thing, as opposed to embracing it to say, I am lacking, I'm la We need to try and be in harmony with life's events. And in that way, we will see what is really happening because if we get caught up in the mess and we can't be sober and we can't be able to discern some of these things because if you are, you are in the situation, you are probably not going to understand what is really happening because you, you are feeling what you are feeling. You are feeling the heat that you are feeling. So if we make peace and embrace, then we will see what is exactly happening and pinpoint areas that need proper attention. And we'll understand that not everything matters. Not everyone matters. Not everything mm. deserves my tears. Mm. Not everything deserves. So in that way, we will see and understand that actually life is not as I thought it was. So one needs to be able to step out True. of that situation and observe. I don't know if, if, if... So in that way, friend, I'm sort of trying to cover up to say there are areas, as you've indicated, generational cases, blah, blah, blah since of our forefathers, those things are there. But you have the power to bend that reality. Only when you decide to step out of it, to see what is really happening and understand what really matters and understand what really does not matter to you and to your soul most importantly. Because some of these things don't really deserve our time, our energy, our tears, our worry. But now we can't see that for as long as we are caught up and in these things. Mm. So I don't know if, if, yes, I did try to dodge that question in a very smart way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you did make sense to me. It resonated with my soul. I don't know for our listeners, but I, I understood what's understood needs no understanding. <laughs> so if that also makes sense, yeah. because now, 
growth in itself, as we've indicated, it's a personal journey. Isolation doesn't mean it has to be lonely. As you said, you should embrace mm -hmm. it. It's not something that you should, you know, be scared of. It has its own timing. Like you were saying, you can't outsmart mm -hmm. life. So when it's time to learn, it'll be time to learn. You'll know because things will not make sense. And they're not supposed to make sense is also the other thing that people need to understand. I mean, sometimes even I think I sometimes wish to just see the blueprint of my life to see. And I get so when does it and it's it's such an interesting it's like we're like we're, I think you said it that uh, we are spirits living a human experience I just want to have a blueprint when do I stop this learning when do I get it right how do when will I know I'm getting it right when will I accept like you know what this at the end of the day you must take your true form Transforming is good, but I mean, you have to be settled in some ways. Like I said, as the years go by, you're getting older. So other things, other habits are, are going to just fall away. Then you're not going to do it. So if you can look back on your life and say, you know what? I've actually come from far. That is, that, that is actually a growth. That, that speaks to growth. If you can look back on your life and say, you know what? I actually did that. I persevered because hardships are also part of the growth process. But if you can look back, I think to the person that you were then and now, you can honestly say that you yeah. have grown and also transformed for the better, but it doesn't stop and here. Friend, it is know, another to, ongoing to, to cycle. Take it back, 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 back now. And, and, and I'm not trying to dissolve this, but what mm -hmm. I'm saying is, you know, even biblically, even biblically, okay. you read through, mm -hmm. nothing really matters. Mm -hmm. Nothing really, like life is meaningless in Nothing. an actual fact. So what does that mean? It doesn't mean that we must be careless about life, but it only says, don't be too mm. concerned about life. Don't be too concerned mm. about things you, you, you cannot change as if life matters. Life at the end of the day, it's about you living it as it is. Be wild, play along. See where it takes you. Explore, have fun, as opposed to worrying and trying to make it perfect. But then, when you're saying that um, you can, you must. Okay, life hypothetically does not matter, and you're saying perform, be part of it. Are you a character? Mm -hmm. What character is that? Because you know, in a play, you can perform. What character are you playing? Because we all have different roles. I mean, certain oh. situations require us to play the role of something. When I'm at home, I'm a daughter. When you're with your partner, you're a lover. So what role are you playing? Or what character are you? Because some people get caught up with the character and it yeah. actually dissolves the personality. So that doesn't mean that they're enjoying their best yeah. life. Because at the end of the day, the mask must come off. Because there's some that do play a character. And sometimes in life, if you, if you forget to play mm. the character, if you, you end up forgetting your role as to why am I here? Because, I mean, it's fine that, you know, you play your respective role in different situations, but some people also have have, have mm -hmm. uh, mastered mm -hmm. the art of creating a persona, a different character. It's, I don't know if that person is who they ideally want to be, 
or is that what they aspire to be? Because, you know, like when you yeah. enter new situations, you want to be the perfect version of yourself. And, you know, that's contrary to who you are because you're not perfect. But here I am in a new role and now I'm the perfect girlfriend. This is who I think I'm supposed to be. Let me play this role. When the relationship ends, I go back to being myself. So how do we define or where does the balance between real life and a character? Because sometimes people mm. get caught up with the character that they think they are. Like, you know, you get those ones who are the joker, the one who, who makes people laugh. After you're done with that, the show ends. And who are you after all of that? Since you are playing a who role are you? Yeah, yeah. or a character, yeah, then who friend, are you? You know, in an actual fact, I believe and, we are spiritual beings having human experience. That's what we are. We are spirits having, we are, we, we are spiritual beings having human experience. You know, and... Of, mm -hmm. But it, when you look at the human experience, how do you feel about it? Because sometimes I won't lie in my honest opinion, I do get bored it's of, of the human experience because it's quite a, a, a it's, 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 it's nice, but it limits, it's limited. It has its job, it's fun and games, but it also say, has an end. Um, you know, the human, the human, what's hard about it is it's limited, it feels pain, it wants things, it wants to eat, it wants love, it wants this, it wants that. Once we are, once yes, of this body, it is, once we are out of this mm. body, now we are speaking, now that's a different can of where my friend, about death now. <laughs> because once we are out of Life will, we will be different beings, I believe. Yes. I don't know how people really feel about death if one is scared. Well, uh, for me personally, I, I will say, to be honest, I, I have, for me, the only scary thing is how concrete it is. It's the most, like, you know, when things, it's the most conclusive end to everything. There's no coming back from it. It's mm -hmm. once it's happened, mm -hmm. it's happened. And it's the most final thing. That's all. That's the only how no one can explain why, but it is the way it is. And somehow we must just accept it because everyone is going to die. That's the reason. Like, oh, yeah, worried about death, but we're all going to die. No, well, I don't want to hear that. I want to know why. <laughs> I want to know why. <laughs> why do I need to die? <laughs> I mean... Your soul would have been so tired of being in this human body. Then why am I here you in the are, first you, place? You then why put me through this experience? Here, unfortunately. Oh, so I could have already lived this life before, previously, and now I'm here again. Yes, yeah, and it's just going to be like a recurring cycle. <laughs> Because I honestly think, you know, like when people have these talents, where do they come from if they have not learned it? Which means, like you're saying, we're spirits. So it's from one movement to another. And it's also another can of worms because sometimes this life, you know, when you have deja vu, mm -hmm. you feel like you've lived this already, that this has already happened. Like, no, I mean, I've been in this situation, everything that's positioned. Sometimes they say it's not deja vu. Your spirit has probably been in this place. It's just that the memory is so far back. You know how when they say people have an old soul, you can be young, but then you, you your, your soul resonates with things that your parents 
would would understand and yet you are not even of that age or have not even experienced mm-hmm. but somehow like, you understand it's like with that phobias, aspect of life from, uh, that is very true if you have phobia for heights like you're scared of height apparently mm. you might have died in your past life from heights maybe you fell from a plane if you are scared of water oh maybe you, you might have died emanzini so there's just a lot to unpack in all of these things and whether it's true or not well it's up to each and every person you know on their own to choose whether to believe it or not you know but there's just so much on that area i think because with phobias that is what actually i read to say if you are scared of of heights probably you, mm. you must have fell from a building maybe you were pushed from a building you know so one of the days, one of my friends has asked me to say, if you were to think deep, how far back do you remember? I remember as far as, and things no one people remember, like, like no, not a lot of people believe me when I tell them this, but I remember. As... Okay. As far as one year. You remember? I do. Certain events, I remember really? certain events, you know, and apparently there are those who remember their past mm-hmm. life. So that's just how far this thing can go. So I guess sometimes it goes with the kind of person you are, how spiritual you are, that kind of thing. Maybe the fact you You said you can, you, you remember only a year no, ago. as far as one am I, year. Am I understanding correctly? No, no, as I'm saying, if so you don't remember your childhood when I was one year old. I remember it's five old years. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. one. Which, okay. which apparently others remember right. as far as okay. when they were born in hospital. Others remember lights, hospital lights. So I'm thinking to myself, maybe if it goes with how deep one is spiritually, that kind of a thing. You know, to some extent, that there are those who claim to remember their past life. You know, so there's just. Mm. And the thing, yeah, that's actually very profound because, in all honesty, I can't even remember. I can only remember primary school, but I I remember an, mm. I, I remember mm. incidents that changed me, like you know, like. I, I recall certain moments mm-hmm. that shifted me a lot, you know, that made me or kind mm-hmm. of contributed to the person that I am now. But overall, the experience itself was not enjoyable. That's why those stand out the mm-hmm. most because I think they hurt the most. That's what I recall. I do remember being happy, but then there are certain defining moments whereby I didn't like a certain thing and that never left me. Because it changed the person who I was, and it, I constantly changed as I got older. So I remember experiences. I don't. I know my childhood was fine or whatever. I don't recall <laughs> anything about being in the delivery room. Yeah, I don't actually have any memory of that at all. I just know. Uh, yeah, I don't really remember seeing any lights mm. or being on a street. Like I don't know anything. I'm blank. Honestly, so. That's actually very deep. If someone can recall as far as one, because some of us were blank, 
blank potatoes that time we're like just like we entered the world and we're like where am i what is this place thank you very much for today's podcast okay it was very insightful the kulam tase growth but like we said earlier on growth is a very personal journey so it's difficult to unpack it in a broad sense because it's such a individual journey there is no textbook answer for it or, or transformation it's really an isolate isolated journey but it's necessary but yeah i like you said we are, we are we, spirits living a human yes, experience we are, um, a spirit living a human, human experience. yes mm. having a human experience okay so growth is constant and, and don't you can establish that growth is con- it doesn't end I, I remember at one point i was frustrated at that to say i've been experiencing this awakening and when will it stop why am i so much questioning my child why am i questioning the child it yeah. never really stops. Does it stop? It evolves. So it takes different shapes. Does it? So it can move from isolating you, from keeping you alone, into putting you in a spotlight, but for a different reason. So it evolves, it changes, it takes different shapes, but at the end of the day, you will feel the effect of it. You will feel this, whether good or bad. Sometimes whether good or bad. a lot of discomfort even in your own body. Because, for example find yourself changing diet without even being mm. aware that you've changed you now eat healthier now you sleep properly now you are much more conscious of you know even your decisions even when i feel a certain feeling if someone says something to me if i feel something, i am able to say this is how i feel now mm. so i feel this way because of xyz in fact i'm even go as far as i feel this way because there's mm-hmm. this thing you know um that the other day I was talking about shadow work. So what happens during shadow is when you do shadow work, you are working okay. on yourself. There are certain areas and elements of you that are suppressed. They were suppressed by different reasons, maybe different events, experiences that took place in your childhood. Like, for example, with men, in most cases, we are told not to cry, not to be weak, not to express ourselves, not to be vulnerable. So what that then does it suppresses my vulnerable areas so when i see a man crying that man mm-hmm. will annoy me so much not because they annoy me no because i have suppressed my tears for so long so in most cases people are annoyed by things that are actually happening in their own lives so people tend to project hatred because they, they hate who they are. So shadow work unpacks all those areas. So with me, I thought, I know I'm done. I've done the healing work. I've gone back to my past, the way I was raised and all those things. I'm looking into Christianity. And I thought that was it. Now other areas are popping up. So it's continuing, but now in a different setup. Now I even changed my style. And I have dreadlocks from who mm. I was to this person. You see, it, it's... It's so shocking, even for me, when I look yes. at my pictures. And I wonder what happened. Can you identify yourself? Like, can you believe in, it's you in, when you see the transformation in the mirror? I feel like Do you believe it's being unraveled the same person? Or what is happening? There are, many lay- there are many layers into who mm-hmm. I am. 
So today you are seeing me with dreadlocks. Tomorrow you might see me as someone else. And don't ever think bipolar. It's not bipolar. Yeah. <laughs> because obviously when, when people don't yeah. understand something, they immediately dismiss it and say you're either going through a crisis of some sort or maybe some identity dysmorphia. But it's really, like I said, like, you know, not everything is can, going to can, make sense in the human I experience. Can give you a, Nothing. I can give you an example. The way you... And this for me is evident enough mm-hmm. that what is happening in my inside will project on the outside. So when this awakening started to happen, I fell in love with plants. So suddenly I have plants in my place. You know? And Are you, is it herbs yes, or like just your orchard. plants? So I have your orchard. That need nurturing. I have your aloe. I have your lily. I have any plant. I am keeping plants. Oh. I talk to plants now. Colors in my place changed. You know, a certain color speaks to me more. I know when I'm wearing orange on that day, a lot of things, you know, I am sort of feeling a lot of um, um, vulnerability within me. I want to cry. I don't know how I'm feeling. I don't know what I want. I feel confused. I feel like I'm blaming myself. Then orange picks me up. So these things are much oh. more deeper than people think, you know, um, and it's something that, hence I'm saying, if you are finding yourself in that path as a listener, there's nothing wrong with you. Pursue it. Pursue it with ease and embrace it when it And accept it when with it comes ease, With ease, with ease. Be aware yes. that only a few people will understand you. In fact, in most cases, no one will understand you. Abandu, they will start that's fine. It's part of life. And that's fine. You are, They're not meant you, to understand you, but you can understand you. You know, so the, hence I'm saying mm. transformation is not something you will do because you heard a motivational speaker talking about transformation or maybe you went to a transformational coach. In fact, I don't even know what those people do, transformational coaches. I don't know what they do because transformation is a personal thing it's a it's something that no only, one can guide you through it <laughs> maybe a transformational coach can do is to you know sort of provoke um something that has already been happening within you but not that they will come and start helping you transform no it's they come and sort of uncover what has yes. already been happening within you but you were not aware and hence, you decided to pick yourself and go to a coach because you know there's something happening, there's something I need to change, but I need someone to sort of make me aware of what is really happening. Yes, yeah, yes. I guess they serve as some sort of a guidance. Mm. Just to guide. Yeah, a framework, yes, that's what I mean. Thank you very much, my friend. Transform. Thank you for such an insightful co- It was very deep to a point where I hope our listeners appreciate the depth of this podcast because we can go deeper. But like I said, some things that are, are not understood like need no understanding. So we, we're not going to unpack it too much. Lucid dreaming. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, I've heard of that. Yes, definitely. 
like our dreams what are dreams don't you feel like dreams are something that has already happened before there's no way the sub you know there's so much levels in the mind you've got your conscious and the subconscious mm-hmm. and sometimes they say if it feels too real it must have happened like your subconscious because so they say sometimes if you don't come out That's- of your dream you can end up stuck there because I don't know if the mind doesn't separate, doesn't that, know how to separate the two to say, is this is not real. Sure this is not real. Um, we might be talking about the same thing because my understanding as well is in that sense to say, because with me, it happened, I think once or twice where I am in a dream and I'm like, I'm aware I'm in a dream where, where, where I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm in a dream. Oh, I'm dreaming. Oh, so this is a dream. And then immediately I woke up. And I knew that I was. Yeah, well, you have to. Do you ever kick I out did. of your dreams? I did. Have you ever kicked out? Yes. I think I out. Yeah. Yes. Just to, oh, my goodness. Mm, when, you to, to get out of it quickly. Is, oh, my word. And you know. What, I, I, I used to have the I same thing. Mm, to kick out. <laughs> and I'm sure uh, the listeners will share their views as well. Those that have been listening podcast as I'm aware we have a couple of people mm-hmm. listening that will just use yes mm-hmm. on lucid dream because we do I also understand that when you are able to go into lucid dreaming in your sleep you can actually change a lot of things in your life you can actually get a lot of answers into questions that you have about your life about situations and actually be able to go into lucid dreaming and change your reality Because when you are lucid dreaming, you are on a subconscious state or, um, or in fact, I prefer to say you are on a spiritual level you, where, you, where, you, where you have access to change anything you want to change, where you have access and the ability to do or to make the things happen in the spirit and so that they can manifest in reality or in the physical. So that is my way of understanding it. So I would love for us to unpack that one day and bring in maybe a biblical aspect of it. Um, yeah, I don't know what you think. I think it would be a good thing. And also for us to actually get other listeners to to connect on the podcast to give us their mm-hmm. opinion. If you know of anybody, like, obviously they'd have to get the app as well. But then, you know, just to unpack the the lucid dreaming because that it, it it does impact your reality i think your subconscious really does impact the conscious mind because with the subconscious yeah it's like a free for all you can do anything you want in in that in your subconscious but in the reality you know you're not going to dodge any bullets you will bleed you will die in the subconscious you probably you can step up from that and survive it but in the conscious you know very well your limitations which is a sad thing because the subconscious is such a i don't understand how the subconscious is such a limitless place where anything is possible but then the conscious certain things are concrete to say no it doesn't work like that your heart will stop beating you will die and that's just how it is in the conscious it's everything is so concrete but in the subconscious you can fly Mm. You can swim in the sea. You can, like, it's limitless. I guess this limitless time, time is fluid. Like, it's just, it's so beautiful. In Mm. fact, you are reminding me, you know, in 
in our coaching class, one of the things they kept on reminding us is when you are sitting with a client, understand so these people that come for coaching, they have all the answers, but now answers are stuck in a subconscious box within them. So it appears that subconscious mind is a place where all answers are, where everything happens, where life happens. You know, one of these days I was wondering to myself, I, I was so deep, I was so deep in my thoughts, and I'm like, what if this is an illusion and not a real life? Or what if this is a dream? You know, such questions that you bounce in your own head. And I was like, maybe I'm dreaming. Maybe I'm just a game. Maybe I'm just on a stage here. Maybe I'm just some experiment. Maybe I'm not what I think I am. <laughs> yeah, sometimes <laughs> I even have those moments where I'm thinking, is this a, a joke? <laughs> no, <laughs> for me, I'll be like, no, there's no way. This this has to be a dream because honestly, I deserve so much more. I think, why do I have these high dreams of, you know, where where I think something, and any time I think something, it manifests itself. <laughs> so when I when people say this is not my calling, I mean it in a literal sense. Some things I'm not called to do because the spirit knows. Like I don't even bother to tempt fate. Mm. I just know that this here, this life. This cage, whatever's going on, this is not my full potential. I know it. Like everywhere, I don't know if people think, but if the, if this is it for you, I don't think you know your potential. Because that's why the, the sky is the limit. Because I don't believe this is it for me. That's why I'm like, nope. This I, When someone says, okay, you can't get that or you can't do this. Mm. Nope. That's not my, in my mind, anything is possible. How? I don't know, but I'm certain that it's possible. I, I can't explain it. I just know that the way my mind operates and thinks everything around those thoughts manifests itself without me even changing anything. It's just the natural order of things. So, yeah, I think, you know, your higher self, like if you know your full potential and you will see, you will know, realize that, you know what, Mm -hmm. this is not it. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. So, Life is full of potential, secret potential. Like, you know, when you were saying just now about how in coaching, it's like when people come for consultation, it's not that they don't know the answer. They do. They know what they need to do. I think it's just a matter of reaffirming Mm -hmm. the subconscious to say you're not crazy. You are on the right path. So I think that that's where coaches and transformation guides can come through just to affirm the subconscious, what's already there in you, that it is possible. But only you That's can, true. if you believe it's possible, it can be done. Because there's no way anybody in life does not yeah. know the answer to their questions. They know. It's just they haven't tapped deep enough. Sometimes it's too it's too um, harsh. Like, you know, if you're in a toxic relationship with yeah. your partner, you yes. know you need to leave. Yeah. You know it's time to leave. Because but you own, insist. You insist on staying. Because it's all needs to. But you know and very well. And the mind is mm-hmm. the one that's always sort of misleading us, you know. And hence you will hear people talking about um, the logic versus the heart. You know, you hear people say that. Those ones are always in conflict. Don't you get bored? I get so bored. Those two can never agree. There's never a marriage of minds. Those two are always in conflict. And it's so frustrating. That's why I don't like this experience. Hey, if they can come together on one accord, I'll be very happy. Like, you know, it's good. 
But your mind is like, ah, uh-uh. no, man, don't do that. What ego does, ego just wants its own things. Ego is always misleading. Ego is always so. That is the other part of you, which like the other part of a human being. Ego is what works in most cases, especially with those people that have overly developed egos. You know, it becomes a problem because it clouds who they are. They forget who they are. Don't you ever, when you look at people, how they respond, or maybe the aftermath of them, so maybe in the beginning you, you see the sweet person, and then towards the end they've just shown another person to you. Do you ever wonder, like, do you ever really know a person? Because if I, how could I have missed this, this other side of you? How? Because, like I said, some people get very, are very smart and slick about the characters that they play. They've mastered it so well that anyone can believe it. No one will even bother to question it because it's it's impossible that this person could do anything. So it's just like, you know, at life, if the two, like the heart and the mind, they, those two are always in conflict. And I always want to know, I always like the inner me, but the inner me and the outer me are always in conflict. The inner me is like, don't do this or leave your job or whatever. Outer me is like, no, but I need money. How am I going to cope? Do you understand? So the two are always in conflict. They, they, they can never say, probably the one will be in agreement, but after the fact, it takes mm-hmm. the mind a lot longer to accept the reality That's of true. already what the subconscious knew already. Like I told you, I told you it was going to go true. like this. You knew it, but you insisted on staying Sometimes life is very simple, but I don't know why mm-hmm. the two can never come together on one page until it's too late. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, actually you were right all along. Okay, then why mm-hmm. didn't the lesson then so should have been learned much quicker? You know, like how mm-hmm. you think to yourself, you're supposed to be much further in life, which means the lesson should have been learned much quicker, but Friend, I think the we denial. Now is the time yeah, of no. the night. Yeah. I think so. It is. It was a very insightful conversation, this one. Deep. Thank you very much. Deeper than deep. Thanks to all our listeners today. And good evening. Thank you, listeners. Good evening, indeed. Thank you so much for your insightful and knowledgeable debate. You know, it's always much appreciated. And it's good that we're starting to unpack things that matter. Not that everything else doesn't matter, but this journey, mm-hmm. this life, this thing called life needs to be unpacked, what the reality of it is and where we are headed. Because no one really knows where they're going until That's you reach true. your destination. Then you're like, I'm where I need to be. Thank you. But Good night, yeah. my friend. Yeah, definitely. All right. Good night, my friend. And good night to our listeners. Thank you so much.